This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello dear listener and welcome to Still Under Wraps. My name is Colin and with me, as always, is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Shaky Thomas. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm alright, how are you? What have you been up to? Oh sorry, I didn't answer your question because I'm three questions ahead. So rude. (laughs) I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for asking. Yes, I'm great. Stop rattling the case. I'll smack you. You're not you're you're not too big that I can't still put you over my knee and give you a good spanking. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> you're not. Okay, you may be taller than me now, but and have been for. A number of years, but... Hey, what's she been up to? Uh, About six foot three. <laughs> uh, more, more Marvel, more Bond. Uh-huh. N- next week's Bond is going to be interesting. It's oh. You Only Live Twice. The, the, one, the one with, with the prominent yellow face. Oh, oh dear. Won't that be fun? Mm. Huh. It's almost as good as uh, one of our dinosaurs is missing. Anyway, I digress. So, more James Bond, mm. more Marvel. Mm-hmm. We've got the three youngest uh, running through the, the Marvel at the moment, and it's marvellous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we digress. We have a film to watch, a rather lengthy film that you possibly know a little more about than you did last week. Or not. Mm-hmm. Um, please remind our listeners as to what we are watching today. We are watching the film Boyhood. And uh, please, as you rattle that case even more vigorously, would you read the back of the case <laughs> uh, to give our listener who has no idea the plot to this movie uh, what goes on. Filmed over 12 years using the same cast, Boyhood is a groundbreaking story of growing up and a unique film experiment. Ethan Hawke and Patricia Arquette lead the cast as the parents of Mason, played by L.R. Coltrane, who literally grows up on screen before our eyes. Exploring the rocky terrain... There's a typo. Is there? Terrainum. <laughs> the rocky terrain. T-E-R-R-A-I-N-M Right Terrainum Terrainum Of childhood Like no other film has before And set to a chart-topping soundtrack Including Cold Blaze Cold Blaze? Cold Blaze Cold Plays Yellow And Arcade Fire's Deep Blue Boyhood is both a nostalgic time capsule of the recent past 
and an ode to growing up and parenting. So there we go. And I've just gone, so there we go. Yet again. Because so there we go. that's traditional. I can't help it. I could try and help it. Um, but my brain training is not crash hot. So there we go. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, that is what we're going to be watching today. Um, would you be so kind as to uh, take the disc out of the unwrapped case? I explained last week that I had a bit of a glance at it when I first got it and didn't realise it was so blinking long. Um, <laughs> you are a mongrel. Uh, most of this isn't even deliberate. Stop! No, you're Stop doing it. this now. This this is your fault. Um, yes, so it is uh, already unwrapped. Would you take the disc out of its case so that it stops rattling? <laughs> In a moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to pop it into the machine. We're going to watch this film and decide whether it is worthy of the uh, accolades or not. Um, I believe it has received some accolades. I saw some stars on the case uh, as I grabbed it off the shelf. Who knows? We may hate it. We'll let you know and decide whether it stays on the shelf. Uh, and we'll catch you on the... Yep. Turn to side yubnub. Flim lum blum. Let me go. I don't want to be your hero. I don't want to be a big man. Wanna fight with everyone else? Your masquerade. I don't wanna be a part of your parade. Everyone deserves a chance to walk with everyone else while holding down a job to keep my girl around. Maybe buy me some new strings And her a night out on the weekend And we can whisper things Secrets from our American dreams Baby needs some protection But I'm a kid like everyone else What do you think? It's interesting. There's there's some bits in there that I really, really liked. Yep. And there's some other bits that, uh, while I agree that they're probably important to the film as a whole, I could have done without. Yep. I, it's such a unique um, project... Mm. I, I, I guess that's a that's a word, um, and in a lot of ways, because of the fact that um, 
it, it was filmed over 12 years um, and obviously fairly frequently. Um, uh, I guess they got really, really close to, and, and in some ways possibly too close, um, in that some of the scenes really could have been left out. Um, the, the, um, I can understand why they left them in, but they, the, the quality of the storytelling sort of dipped and, and, and I, if it's a, a it's such a slice of life, but a whole mm. heap of slices so that you've almost got the whole cake. Um, and uh, in that situation, I think it's a, a brilliant, amazing mm. film. Um, and I, I'm feeling quite raw and emotional from it from, from really weird different levels. Um, from my own growing up years um, and... and certain parallels and also my parenting years the certain parallels in there and and you probably um may not see those parallels but uh, mm. there, there are certain things that really hit home but yes there were some segments that um i think they could have lost um and possibly only kept because of characters that were in there that were possibly doing favours or mm. something. I don't, I don't know. I'm curious to know, and possibly, I don't know whether you're prepared to talk about it, but spoiler alert if you are, were there specific scenes that you would have left out? I, I think there's really only one specific scene that I would have cut down, and, and immediately after it... I, one of the few times that we communicate during a film, yeah. I said, well, that was a scene. Yes, yeah. And and it, it, it really did feel like it had suddenly transported into a, um, a college production, you know, almost as if it had been... Uh, yeah, and that... that that scene is is very much the possible favours that that were done, and mm. if, if that it was the only scenes that certain characters were in, uh, and to yet cut them, yeah, I I, I don't know, and that, yeah, that was certainly it, mm. it slowed it down, and the acting was quite average uh, compared to the rest of the film, which was just pretty much dynamite apart from certain other little bits, certain characters that didn't quite nail their parts. I... That said, I think in a project like this, those ephemeral characters are very important. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and... Yeah, the, the the editing side of me was thinking, if if I was just throwing this material, that probably wouldn't have made the cut. Um, mm. in, in, for certain, I, I possibly would have left it, um, the the last ten minutes off too, 
um, I would have left it with him driving um, and, and and stopping at the, the service station um, and then driving again, and that's where I would have cut that. I, I don't know where... I think the, the emotional intensity of what he'd just left... Um, I don't know. No, I probably wouldn't. Again, it's it's that editing uh, sense. Uh, um, uh, apart from the the passion of of the storytelling as well, and uh, I don't know. It's it's a weird weird film. Um, I, I think I disagree. I disagree that I cut the 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 last ten minutes because I think it's it's important for what what I feel is is the message of the film, which is that things keep happening. Keep happening, yep. Yep. Well, I uh, see, I, I felt that from him leaving and going on, and uh, there, there was part of me that would have, uh, you know, accepted, yes, he's moving on, and and that would have been the, the point that... I don't know. I... I, I could, in some ways, I could have lo- lost that last ten, five, ten minutes more than the the other scene that we we're talking about. Mm. But the, part part of that message of things keep happening is that you keep meeting new people. Yeah, and I think the ending misses that bit if you cut the last ten minutes. Oh yeah, but we knew that he was going to be meeting up with someone. And and they had the he had the conversation with his mother about this guy that he'd never met, but but yeah, there was hope there, and I, I, I thought that was enough. But I don't know. We we shall agree to disagree. I think on on that. Um, that one scene can go though. The other I, scene. No, I I the the. The, the scene we're talking yeah. about. This is a spoiler break, so if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this sound. Is uh, Mason and uh, a the friend main of character, his the, and the boy, the, yes, from boyhood, yes, and some ostensible friends in a half-built house, just sort of talking. Yeah, there's there's a lot of swearing in that one scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I can handle it, but yeah, it's um, a lot. Yeah, look, it it was almost as if they felt that that kind of um, jocular. Mm. Um, camaraderie slash um, um, toxic masculinity mm. side of things um, hadn't been, even though there's a whole heap of toxic masculinity in there, um, I think it was important that that uh, Mason was suddenly put into the situation where um, he was trying to prove his manhood Mm. And and that hadn't really happened anywhere else in the film um, up, up till then. Um, the, the way he'd been treated, he hadn't had the chance to, and uh, or you know, I don't know. It's it's funny. I mm. I 
I can understand why. Well, well, now you've turned me around on the scene. Yeah, yeah. See, it's um, yeah, and and again, my mind is saying, yeah. Look, uh, it is a very long film, Mm. uh, and even though there is some some awful uh, treatment of people and. Um, it still has hope in it. Mm. I, I've, I, I had, um, yeah, I, th- I think it was still a positive film. Um, it showed that people could change and, um, and that some people who, who did love each other can, um, fall out of love and, but still... I don't know, um, change and grow and become better people and and still have respect for each other. Um, do you have anything else you wish to say? Because I've just rambled on. Here's, here's a, a fun production tip bit. I, I was hoping you'd dig, dig up some fun production tips. Okay. Tip-bits. So this was shot over 12 years. Yep. We've established that. The fact that it was shot over 12 years meant that none of the cast could sign contracts about it, because in America there are laws that mean that you can't sign a contract for more than seven years. Right, okay. And 12 years is, is, is a bit longer it than It is, that. yes, yes, somewhat. And I can understand that too, the, the, the idea of being tied to a 12-year contract contract is mm. is ugly um and i think it's a wonder that it can actually continued to the point that i'm assuming that they were hoping it to get to so um yes okay um and uh link later the director yep uh told ethan hawk that if link later didn't make it to the end that Hawk would, Hawk need, to would need to finish it. Yep. Fair enough. Wow. Uh, Ethan Hawke also said that out of the whole convoluted writing and shooting process, that that the only really improvised part of it was while he and Mason were camping and they had the Star Wars more films conversation. (laughs) Uh, Right. Okay. Uh, By the end of the filming process, of course, we get to 2012-2013, Disney buys Lucasfilm and announces (laughs) there will be more Star Wars. Yep. Anything else you want to... Uh, as of now, Linklater is filming an even longer project. Right. Uh, based on the musical Merrily We Roll Along, <laughs> which takes place over the course of 20 years. Right. And is told in reverse chronological order. So, okay, uh, so to do that, they, they really have to finish, so otherwise point, they don't have a start. Mm-hmm. At some point soon, they will be shooting the end of the film. Right. Oh, he's a he's a brave, brave soul. Mm. I think. Yes. And then twenty years from now, 
the beginning. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right. Oh, so, so sorry, he's about to start yeah, uh, filming. It's unclear <laughs> based on what I'm reading whether they've started yet. What I do know is that they'll be shooting every couple of years instead of here where they chose a few weeks every year. Every year, right, yep. Ah, okay. Well, we have that to look forward to. <laughs> if I'm still alive. If, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yes, making it up as we go along. All right. So join us for Still Under Wraps 2040. <laughs> uh, in 3D. <laughs> mm. um, yes. Uh, look, I think we might move on. Mm. Agreed. Because, yes, it's, it's late and I, I need to. This to segment edit no this. longer seems to be going anywhere. No, no. Whereas this segment... What's on the shelf? Battle Royale, we've got a lot of suggestions Gotta get through them now, or at least some of them We've got to work that out What's on the shelf? Battle Royale Okay, so how many uh, in this uh, rapid-fire um, Battle Royale do we have today? We're going to be looking at another six Another six? Okay Out of the... Do you, do you have the randomizing random randomometer all set I'm, to spit I'm out six random numbers from a hundred and five? Did you say? Hundred and four. Hundred and four. Realize there's there's one less rose than there are uh, films on, yes. on the list. Okay. Okay. I have spun up the randomizing random randomometer powered by random.org. Okay. So the first number is. In a moment, I've... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did it so smoothly last episode. Well, last time I was actually prepared, prepared to move on. And this time it just sort of happened. Yep, yep. And now we're here. And here we are. Yep. Okay. Okay. We have... Numbers 3, 18, 19, 64, 66, and 98. They sound like wonderful numbers, Thomas. Mm. So the first one was... Number 3. Number 3. Which was sent in by Lee. Hi, Lee. Who suggests The Martian. Uh, <laughs> I, I've seen The Martian. Have I you have seen, the, seen Martian? the Martian, yes. It's on the shelf. It certainly is on the shelf. And it's on Blu-ray. Whoa, Lee. It's only just on Blu-ray. Well, in the last... Year. I didn't buy it on Blu-ray to begin with. It's one of the films that I did end up replacing um, with a Blu-ray. It's I a believe. good film. It is a good film. Um, but it's also a low-hanging fruit film. So oh, yeah. Lee gets uh, an honourable four points there. And uh, we'll say nothing more of that. Mm. And we'll move on. Number 18, also by Lee. Oh, Lee. Hi, Lee, again. We have National Treasure, which I have seen. I have seen. 
And it's on the shelf. It is on the shelf. Is it on Blu-ray, Thomas? It's, it's okay. It doesn't really need to be on Blu-ray, and, and it isn't. It's not. It's, just, it's a wonderful film. I, it, is, it's, it holds a very special place in my heart, um, but not special enough that I've replaced it with a Blu-ray copy. It's also a low-hanging fruit. It is a low-hanging fruit. For, so, Lee, three points. Next up, number 19, Dan... Hi, Dan. Suggests what's eating Gilbert Grape, which scores nothing. It does score nothing. I'm sorry, but Johnny Depp did not uh, did not uh, jump out at me to watch it all those many years ago, and hasn't since either. And obviously neither with you. Nope. So sorry, Dan, uh, to get your hopes up and to have them. Shattered against a grape tree. Fine. Something. Number 64. Number 64. M. Hi, M. Suggests. Yes. Moana, which I have seen. I have seen too. A little bit of Disney there. It and is on a, the shelf. Not a bad one either. Mm. But is it good enough to be in on Blu-ray? Surprisingly, for such a recent film, it's not on Blu-ray. No, no, see, um, there was still uh, budget uh, requirements. I, yeah, um, <laughs> I, I think I, I bought it fairly soon after it was released, so it's mm. still fairly expensive. Mm-hmm. So just got the DVD copy of that. So that was uh, three points, and yeah, I don't think that gets a multiplier. No. Um, three points. Mm. Uh, number 66, Helen suggests... Hi, Helen. Once Upon a Time in the West. Ah, the famous uh, Western film by... Oh, Sergio Leone? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know because I've never seen it. At some point recently I was uh, playing Euro Truck Simulator 2... And I had Radio National on in the background, and one of the hour-long segments uh, was about Ennio Morricone, who, who had recently died passed recently. Away. Yes, and I believe, based on his collaboration with Sergio Leone and the fact that I heard "Once Upon a Time in the West" yes. mentioned. Yep. He connect the dots. Yes, he, he wrote many, many soundtracks for Sergio. Um, but unfortunately, but unfortunately, no, I've not seen point. it, and it's not on the shelf. So Helen and zero points. Zip nada. Number ninety-eight. Is this the last one? This is the last one okay. for tonight. So the tenseness intensifies. Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Who suggests? Yes. Horton hears a who. Horton hears a who. A what? A what? A who? A why? Why? What? Where? Haven't we done this before? Yes. Do you get this feeling of deja vu? Do you get this the feeling of deja vu? Do you get this feeling of deja vu? Do you get this feeling of deja vu? Do you get this feeling of deja who? Horton hears a who. I've seen it. I have indeed seen it. We in fact own a copy of it. It's sitting on the shelf, Jeff. But... It's not on Blu-ray. It's not on Blu-ray. No. And it's fairly low-hanging fruit. Mm. Um, so, three points for Jeff. Mm-hmm. That was uh, 
exciting is a word. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily one that I would play to that segment. That all just happened. It, it, it did. And it happened so fast that we, uh, the brakes are not working. We're just plowing on through to this segment. Shake the phone and pick a film and then we'll watch the film next week. Which I'm also not ready for. <laughs> Huzzah. Huzzah. Hoorah. <laughs> It's fine. We we have a moment to breathe. Everything is fine. Breathe. Everything is fine. And then scroll down to boyhood and take it off the list. It turned out everything was not fine. Are we all comfortable? We are sitting comfortably, yes. Thank you. Thomas. Would you be so kind as to shake the phone and pick a film and we'll watch it next week? It's from 2011. Right. And it's called Death of a Superhero. Ah. And it's what... It's in what I believe is a uh, New Zealand, New Zealand. It's a New Zealand copy of uh, Death of, of a Superhero. an English film mm. with Thomas Brody Sangster in it, I think. Yes. Oh, wow. I wish my memory would work for actually useful things. Mm. Yes, I uh, would like mine to do the same. Yeah, but... Uh, I seem to be able to remember who stars in films that I've not seen before. <laughs> uh, also starring Andy Serkis in a non-motion captured <laughs> role. Uh, yes, so there we go. Um, that's what we're watching next week. Thomas, uh, is there any uh, information on uh, the back of that virtual DVD on the... Uh, the app that you can read? There is. Excellent. Would you read it? In a, in a moment. Just... Okay. Right. Okay. To the world around him, Donald struggles to be a typical teenager. He's moody towards his parents, awkward around girls, and ambivalent about the struggle to fit in at school. Wow. I feel seen Yes But Donald also possesses an extraordinary imagination And a talent for art Which sets him apart from his peers When he is diagnosed with a life-threatening illness Donald retreats into the fantasy world of the superheroes which he creates In order to avoid confronting the reality of his life With the help of a compassionate therapist family and friends who care for him, and a young woman who becomes his first love, Donald decides to make the most of every day. So, yet another coming of age. I guess the movie we watched today was a coming of age film to the max. Mm, and To its logical extent. <laughs> yes. And, um, yes, this this will also be... Okay, I have a weakness. I think I've made that perfectly clear, and 
So good news. What's that? This film is over an hour shorter than the one we watched tonight. <laughs> uh, excellent. Um, yes, but we it, might it, actually be done before it, ten. Again, it makes me reflect on whether I would cut anything out of the movie we watched today. Um, you can find out for yourself. You can track uh, Boyhood down and uh, check it out for yourself. It's certainly staying on the shelf. Um, however, I'm backtracking here. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to where we were uh, a moment ago before I started backtracking. Next week, we are watching Death of a Superhero. Isn't that a spoiler? Maybe not. Who can say? It's in the title. It's intended. That's right. Um, and I hope that you can join us next week when we watch Death of a Superhero. Thomas, do you have anything you wish to say before we wrap up completely? Um, I, I wanted to look up where you could find Boyhood. Yes. Um, it's, at least in Australia, it's on Prime Video. Prime Video, okay. So. Or rent it from the, the usual digital rental places. Yep. Or buy it from the same usual digital rental places. Mm-hmm. And you can buy it on VHS at Blockbuster Video. Okay. Oh, you there's, can't. there's a thing. There's, there's a thing. thing. Um, the entire film yes. uh, was shot on 35mm. Ah, uh, it, which was the choice made because otherwise it was probably going to jump around stylistically. Yep. Because according to the director, the the the, the digital HD formats they keep they keep changing. Keep changing. Yep. Keep changing. Yep. <sighs> yep. Fair enough. Um, mind you, um, getting stock of thirty-five millimeter film may have varied uh, mm. in uh, availability. Maybe he stuck a whole bunch in his fridge before starting filming. I don't know. So there we go. <laughs> there we go. Well, um, until next week. Um, yes. Oh, you've, you've thrown me, yeah. Thomas. Thanks. Sorry, I needed to. I you needed really to did. say it. That was important to, to actually mention. And I'm... I, it would not surprise me if they used the same camera for the entire 12 years and the same lenses and, yeah. Um, please join us next week where hopefully we won't ramble on quite so much and uh, we'll... Um, how do I wrap up? See, I've, I've lost it. Uh, we'll catch I'm you next sort of time. I'm clear on it too. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Bye. I think that sounds good. Yes. We'll catch you next time. Bye. We'll catch you next... Do you get this feeling of deja vu? 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 And then we just fade this out as the the credits music fades up. Do you get this feeling of deja vu? Do you get this feeling of deja vu? Do you get this feeling of deja vu? You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. 
you can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a Hi Hello production. This feeling of deja vu. Uh, do you get this feeling of needing to do a poo? Occasionally, yeah. <laughs> I said poo. Do you get this feeling of deja vu? <laughs> no, I'm stopping now. I'm stopping. I'm stopping. There we go. Levels. Levels. Oh, levels, 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 levels. What a swine you! He's falling in the water. Over on BBC Radio Two, the best of sound check. <laughs> Meanwhile, on BBC Three, it's the Goon Show.